you guys. Okay, welcome back to the Wealthy, Worthy, and Wild podcast. I'm Amy Tollefsrud, your host, and I'm just shook because I just got off the call with Jessica, who is going to be the guest on today's podcast. She is an online course academy student, and she's just had some major success since launching her own online course. So we're going to talk all about that in today's episode, but I don't even have to do an obsession this week because she is my obsession. So definitely go check her out. She's at Jessica Ash Wellness on Instagram, and she's just such an inspiration for anybody out there who is thinking about creating their own online course, but maybe you have a pretty small audience right now. She talks about the fact that she had less than a thousand Instagram followers when she joined Online Course Academy. She only had like 200 people on her email list, and she didn't really know if she was the type of person that was cut out for having an online course, if she would be successful, or what she would even create a course about. And so I know a lot of you guys are in a similar position as Jessica. So definitely listen to this episode. Listen all the way to the end because her results are just mind-blowing. Just to give you a little hint of what is to come, her first online course launch was way bigger than my first online course launch. And so it's just a good example to show you of what is possible. And I think finding those people online who maybe are running a type of business that you aspire to have one day and looking at them as an expander, as being the example of what is possible for you in your business is just so, so important, especially if you don't have a lot of those in-person contacts. Maybe you are, you know, surrounded by people who work nine to five job and that's totally fine, but it's so good to keep in mind of, you know, big things are possible for you in your business. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And just FYI too, doors into Online Course Academy are opening. But remember that enrollment is only open for this course a few times per year and the doors are closing soon. So be sure to head over to rebelnutrition.com slash course VIP list to get all of the details and sign up before enrollment ends. And again, this is my course that teaches you how to create, launch, and sell your own online course. OCA is actually what Jessica is enrolled in, and it is what helped her create the success that she created. So if you want in on that, make sure you are on the VIP waitlist for Online Course Academy. You can get on that at rebelnutrition.com slash course VIP list. And let's get into the episode. Jessica Ash is a SoCal-based functional nutritionist who specializes in hormonal imbalances, PCOS, and metabolic healing. Just five years ago, she was suffering from the symptoms of PCOS and three autoimmune diseases on a daily basis. Flash forward to now, and she has transitioned from focusing on her own healing journey to helping women with PCOS, PMS, hypothyroidism, and other hormonal imbalances nourish their bodies, practice radical self-care, and be empowered by their cycles so that they can ditch their symptoms and live life on fire. And I'm so excited to have Jessica on the show today because something really exciting about our chat is that Jessica is actually an online course academy student and her online course called Fully Nourished provides a step-by-step blueprint to nourishing the body to restore the metabolism so women can stop being at war with their body and lean into its wisdom instead. So Jessica, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Amy. I'm so excited to be here. 
I'm so excited to have you. And I asked my Instagram audience and Facebook group what questions they had for you because you have had some major online course success. And we got so many questions. So I'm really excited to dive in and talk all about your course and how you created it and your launch strategies and all of that. So first, can you just give us a little bit of background of what your business was like before you signed up for Online Course Academy? Yeah, absolutely. So it's so funny because when I signed up for Online Course Academy, my business was really, I don't want to say a hobby, but it definitely looked like a hobby financially and also kind of felt like a hobby. I was spinning my wheels and I truly was spending so much time creating freebies and so much time uh, creating content. And I really didn't have a direction or I, I hadn't really found my thing, I guess you would call it. Like I didn't feel like I had it yet. And I didn't even have like a 1000 followers on Instagram. You know, I think I got like 10 website views a month. Like I really just was kind of spinning my wheels trying to figure out how can I turn this into a business that doesn't take up all of my time, I don't have to work a part time job or hustle for clients constantly or, you know, see if people are looking for a nutritionist, I was really just like kind of floundering a little bit. And when I signed up, I Honestly, like I signed up at the very last minute. I had sent you an email and was like, I hope I still have time. Like, I think I want to do it. And I was still very unsure of myself. Yeah, I think a lot of people will probably feel you on that. And that's just a good thing to throw out there too about launching is that, and we'll get into this to hear your experience in just a second, but most people do wait until the very last minute. So you can't get discouraged, (laughs) but um, so what kind of made you say yes? Did you know logically, like what could potentially come from you having your own online course or how did you make the decision that you wanted to, to try it? Yeah, you know, I haven't followed you since you had like a thousand followers on Instagram. So I still remember the times when you would like go on walks when you were in Maui and just like talk to the camera. And so I kind of like followed your journey through and I was really invested in you and your story. And I always thought like, man, if I can create passive income like that, what freedom would that bring to my life? You know, that would make me feel so much less stressed, first of all. And second of all, it would really allow me to have the freedom that I've always yearned for. And so I had seen it work with you. And uh, of course, I was paying attention to a lot of other people in the business and it was working for them. And so for me, like I knew it was possible, but I think in your head, you're kind of like, could that be possible for me? Like, is that going to actually be a thing for me? Or am I just going to create this online course and it's just going to be like something I do and (laughs) no one cares. And so I went back and forth. That was the internal struggle. But I said, like, if I want to find out, I need to create one and I need some type of blueprint. I need to just commit. And I have a lot of your followers reach out to me and ask me questions. Like they always say, you know, is it worth it? Or what differentiates OCA from any other online course, online course? And I just said, you know, at some point you just have to commit to some type of blueprint and just do it, especially if you've never done it before. And that is what I realized. I need some type of blueprint and I need to just start somewhere. And you were offering me just a seriously simple step-by-step blueprint. I just bought it and I was like, I am going to follow this to the T at least as much as I can for the rebel I am (laughs) and just do it. And if nothing comes of it, at least I will learn what not to do. 
That's such a good point. And I, I love what you said about how you kind of connected with my story. And that's sort of your reasoning, because the truth of the matter is when you create an online course, there are probably other courses out there that are very similar. But the difference is the people that are going to enroll in your course, it's because they feel some sort of connection with you or they see themselves maybe in your story. And I, I think that's where like the personal branding part of it comes into play and is so important. So what was your biggest fear, I guess, when you were thinking of creating your own online course? Were you fearful that it would fail? Or I know that's a big one for people, so I'm not sure if that was yours, but... Yeah, you know, it's really interesting because now I look back and I'm like, what was my biggest fear? I guess like my biggest fear was failure or putting myself out there. I'm a three on the Enneagram. So it's so hard for me to like put myself out there and be real and vulnerable. Yet I do it every single day. But for me, creating this thing that was like a labor of love and having it have the potential of just kind of flopping or no one liking it. I think that was like my worst fear, which now I look back and I'm like, who cares if that happened? Even if I would have helped one person, it would have been worth it to do. But I think back and that was a really a possibility for me. And so when I decided to just like go for it and do it, I said like, that is a possibility, but I can just pivot. I can readjust. I can figure out, you know, okay, what went possibly wrong and do it again. Like it's, (laughs) that's the worst thing that could possibly happen. It's like, Ooh, you failed. Like just do it again. It's not a big deal. I love that. And I love that you're also three on the Enneagram. That is me too. And it's so true. And I think that's such a good thing to remember is like, really think about the worst case scenario, because especially if you have a bigger purpose for what you're doing, which most of us, yeah, like the goal is to be able to make money while we're, you know, sitting on the beach in getting a tan. But even more so than that, it's like there's a greater purpose behind why you're creating your course. So if you can think about it that way of like, even if this helps one person, even if this only helps a couple people, it's still worth it. And then like you said, you can totally pivot and improve from there. So next question that a lot of people were wondering, which I'm hoping you can answer is, what was the size of your Instagram following and email list when you signed up for Online Course Academy? And then of course, we'll talk about like what it was before you launched your course. But where were you at in terms of numbers when you enrolled? Yeah. So for Instagram, I was, I think like, I want to say I was like around like 988 followers. Like I still remember when I signed up, I was like, gosh, I would just like really love to get over that thousand person mark. And it had taken me a very long time to get to where I was at too. Like I had already been doing Instagram for a year and a half. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, like if I could just get to a thousand followers. So I kind of clearly remember that year I had not even reached a thousand followers yet. And then for email lists, like I think I had like maybe like, I don't want to say this, don't quote me on it, but I think it was like um, maybe like 200 people or something like that. Like just, you know, and it it was all like friends and family and like people that my grandma wanted. (laughs) She's like, go check out my granddaughter. So (laughs) it wasn't from my Instagram following. That's for sure. So yeah, very like very minimal. Um, and not a lot of my actual potential clientele or my potential customer. Well, thank you for being honest about that, because I think that's where a lot of people are right now. And there's this misconception of like, well, if you don't already have a huge audience, then you're not going to be able to sell your online course. So what did you do to grow so quickly? Because now I think you're at like over 17,000 Instagram followers. I'm not sure how many people you have on your email list now, but can you break it down like a couple things that helped you grow? 
Yeah. So online course Academy really made me realize that I can't just launch an online course for everybody. You know, it'd be really dumb for me to just be like nutrition for everybody. So it it really gave me, I guess, the courage to niche down. I think the fear is when you don't niche down, you're like, Oh my gosh, but I'm missing out on like so many potential people that, you know, like, Oh my gosh, I'm leaving them out or excluding them. And I'm like, I would so much rather know exactly who I'm talking to then be like, Oh gosh, who am I talking to? So I really niche down. I remember like right after I went through, I think it was like your first module or second module is all about just like, you, you didn't like dive too deep into niching down, but it was just the exactly what I needed to hear. And I still remember, like I changed my bio to hormone and PCOS nutritionist before it was like some, you know, I just like had like functional nutrition for health or something. And um, I just put like hormone and PCOS nutritionist and exactly what I helped women with in my bio. And then I began to speak directly to that person. And I started just speaking to what I wish I would have known five years ago. So pretty much speaking to my past self, that's kind of how I chose my niche is like, what did I wish I would have known? I should just talk to that person and save all of my followers the trouble of what I've gone through with my health. And so that was kind of like niching down strategically really, really helped. And I started talking about a specific thing to a specific group of people. And it just kind of blew up like wildfire. Once I got really, really good at talking about the endocrine system and hormones, people really started to resonate with it. And I just popped on Instagram every single day to do a story on a topic that people were requesting. Every single day, sat down for 30 minutes and recorded a story about that topic. And I would spend maybe 30 minutes before researching it, uh, giving outlines so that I was really good at teaching people because I knew if I wanted to create an online course, people had to learn from me from me for free before they wanted to pay to learn from me. And I had to show them that I was good at teaching them about their body. And so that's what I began to do is just teach them for free on my stories, pop on and be very consistent with posting, but not perfect. And that just really helped me blow up like wildfire. I think I created like so many resource guides for people to download that year or that month really. And I was able to grow my email list to, you know, I think like 1500 people in a couple of months just by creating resource guides that they wanted. But yeah, just pretty much by speaking to them, giving them so much for free. Honestly, I felt like I was working for free for a very long time. But I was like, you know what, I have to hone in and get a good amount of people that are going to be my target customer and clientele, if I want to launch something to them, and they're going to buy it. (laughs) That's so awesome. So basically, your strategy looked like being consistent, showing up on Instagram stories and teaching something. And then from there, you would send people to your freebie or your resource guide to get on your email list. Is that right? Exactly, exactly. And then I was also opening the door for lots of questions that people had. Because for me, like, I really wanted to know what do I need to create an online course about. And so when I would talk about a specific topic, of course, I would get DMs all the time saying like, well, what about this? Or can you talk more about this? Or, and I I started to really see, you know, like your stock doc recommendation, it's kind of similar. I started to really see like, what are people hungry to learn more about? What would they pay to learn about? And that's exactly what helped me do that. So by giving information for free, it kind of allowed me to do a lot of research because people of course have more questions and you can kind of keep track of that. That's true. And it really is such an end game because like you said, you kind of felt like you were working for free, but during that time it is 
so great. It's such a good learning period where you can, and you mentioned the stock doc. So the stock doc, you guys, if you aren't in OCA right now, it's basically just a document where you are copying and pasting all of the questions or comments or verbiage that your unicorn or your ideal audience is saying to you or asking you about. And you are saving all of those to go back to, to reference for future content or potential online course ideas. So that period of time is really, really important in, you know, the conceptualization of your online course topic, which leads perfectly into my next question, which was, how did you decide on your course topic? Did you take all of the questions that you were getting and think of it that way? Kind of. I honestly have wanted to create an online course for years. And so for me, it's always been like, what do I want to do first? I have like a lot of ideas, but for me, I needed something fundamentally that was going to, because I get a lot of questions on Instagram that are just like, well, how do I do XYZ? Or I get really long health questions. And I'm sure a lot of other nutritionists and health professionals could relate to that. You get tons and tons of personal health questions. People want answers for free, or they're not really willing to pay for your one-on-one programs, whether it's too expensive or they just don't want to commit. And so for me, I just wanted something that was going to be foundational to kind of walk people through my principles. And I had a lot of people asking for that. I don't know if that would work for everybody. I know that you've recommended like a lot of people do an online course on something specific. So for me, I did choose, you know, the female blueprint to healing the metabolism. But in doing that, I talked about my eating strategies. I talked about like, lifestyle strategies. And that was stuff that people were hungry for. They wanted to know like, what do you do? What do you do about this? What do you do about this? What do you do about this? So I kind of wanted to create a course first that was just foundational of like, how do I eat, you know, and allow people to kind of make it their own and create their own eating blueprint. But it took me a while to decide on what fully nourished was going to be because it went through like three outlines before I could be like, okay, this is it. Uh, And so I just kind of started somewhere. And then I started to skim down and cut out the stuff that was maybe a repeat or too wordy. And how I picked it was just I kind of went with my gut. Hey, my name is Jessica Ash, and I'm a past online course academy student. My first online course was able to bring me in 30k. And I had over 150 students sign up. And ever since then, it's been making me passive income and allowing me more freedom than ever. After doing OCA, I was a full-time entrepreneur just two months later. And I have definitely, I've definitely made over six figures this last year, which has been amazing. I am in the midst of my second launch right now. It's an open close launch and in total revenue, I'm a little over 5,000 so far. As soon as I put the pre-sale out there, I was like flooded with discovery calls. That feeling of being out doing something fun and getting that like PayPal notification. So I enrolled in Online Course Academy last year and had my first launch in April and brought in $3,000 with my first launch, which was amazing. I'm not in the health or nutrition field. And so I was able to make so much of the information that you taught me work for my subscription service where I don't work with people directly. And then also where I do work with people one-on-one. This was like such a great tool. It helped me get over my fear of putting myself out there and selling to my audience. And, and, you know, each time I get a sale, it kind of like reinforces, yes, you can do this and you can be successful with this and people need what you're selling. I totally think that it's worth the investment. I mean, I've already more than made my investment in the course back. 
I have literally, it gave me like a jump start. My email list has doubled. I've gained over 50 new followers on Instagram and growing. I've had three to four consecutive weeks of discovery calls and people signing up to my programs just by implementing like the small amount of things that I've already absorbed. Online Course Academy completely changed my business and it's honestly the best investment that I've done in my business ever. That amount of revenue is taking pressure off from seeing private clients. Um, this past year, I hiked the Continental Divide Trail, which goes from Canada to Mexico. And having that extra income from the course allowed me to take four months off to do that backpacking trip. One of the things that I love so much as well is being able to have the Facebook community. I've connected with other women in that group and we've found little like accountability buddies based on how we thrive in our business. I've had a revenue of $39,000 in about 10 months. And it's amazing. Everything is coming from online and I continue to go deeper and deeper into it, making new courses, making new bundles. And the nice part is once you're enrolled in the course, you can go back and check how to do everything because you stay enrolled. I highly, highly, highly recommend Online Course Academy. It has completely changed my life. And now all of my money, all of my like salary, which is important, all comes from online courses. And then I have some side jobs that I do on the side just for like social interaction and anything like that. But my main income is all from online courses thanks to Amy. I am so thrilled to announce that Online Course Academy is now enrolling. Online Course Academy is the step-by-step -step guide for creating, launching, and selling your own profitable online course while simultaneously growing an audience who's ready to click buy now. But remember that enrollment is only open for this course a few times per year and the doors are closing soon, so be sure to head over to rebelnutrition.com slash course VIP list to get all of the details and sign up before enrollment ends. Again, that is rebelnutrition.com slash course VIP list. I can't wait to see you in lesson one. I do talk about being really specific with your course idea, but I think something that you did, which I highly encourage everybody who's starting a business to do is to still like listen to the advice of people that have come before you. Yes, but also ultimately you have to go with your gut and what feels right for you. And I think something that you also did really well, even though maybe the content of your course was foundational is that it still was really speaking to a very specific type of person, which you had mentioned before. It's like you, you were speaking to yourself or you were creating something for yourself a couple of years back. And I think that's also another way to kind of niche down, like maybe your topic is still more foundational, but it's for a specific type of person who's looking to heal or overcome a certain type of thing. So can you tell us a little bit about like the ins and outs of your course? Like what was included? Did you have live videos or were they pre-recorded? Did you have audio worksheets? Like what are the bells and whistles of your course? Yeah. So I did do worksheets um, throughout like resources. So one thing that I did was I did a full cookbook that came with my course. So it was a whole recipe book with like 100 recipes in it. Because I knew it was going to be, you know, these people are making their nutrition plans, or they're kind of creating their own blueprint. And so they're going to need ideas. So that was like the big kind of freebie that came with my course was the recipe book. But then it also came with I think like 20 informational and helpful handouts that they could use. And then mine was yeah, videos, slides. And honestly, I winged it. I'm going to be honest 
honest, like my first course, I was just kind of like, I'm the type of person that will get really caught up in the perfectionism and I will not do something if it's not perfect. And so I just told myself, I just need to get this out and I can worry about the details later. I know I'm going to get positive feedback, maybe some constructive criticism, and I'm just going to use this year as a learning experience. But the only way that I'm going to be able to learn is to get it out. And so all the while I was working on it, I was building excitement about it. I was talking about it. I kept telling people, you know, this is going to be taught and fully nourished. When I sat down and did my lessons, I'd be like, we'll dive more into this and fully nourished. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing crazy about it. I do like live q in the Facebook group periodically, like usually once a month-ish. And then I do have a Facebook group that is really like a great community that a lot of the women like to be in. And then, yeah, it's just the basic slides, modules, and handouts, and then that recipe book. That's amazing. And then how long did it take you to create? You know, um, I had a lot more time on my hands then than I do now. Like now I'm like, oh gosh, I'm gonna have to really pre-plan. But I would say it probably took me, I worked on it a lot. I would say I worked on it maybe 15 hours a week. It took me about a month and a half, maybe two months to build. But I was working on it pretty much, I don't want to say every day, but at least like three or four times a week for a good chunk of time. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that sounds pretty what I would consider to be average for, you know, a larger size course. And of course, depending on your schedule, you could work on it less frequently and have it take a little bit longer, or you could probably pump it out a little faster if that was, you know, your full time, all you focused on. But I really liked your point too, about not being super perfectionistic about it. And I think that's something too, just to remind anybody who's creating their own online course is that it's never going to feel like it's perfect. I mean, honestly, there are still things that I'm always wanting to go back and make a little bit better and tweak and this and that. But the best thing that you can do, obviously, you know, do the best that you can, of course, but just having the mindset of like, this is step one and I can always go back and edit and add new things and make it better every single time. I think it's such an important mindset to have. And then do you host your course on Teachable? Yes, I do. Okay. And do you like that? Did you ever go between that and any other options or were you just kind of like, I'm just going to go with the recommendation that Amy had? (laughs) Honestly, because your course was the first online course I had ever taken. So I was just kind of like, this works well, this is good enough for now. Like this is, uh, there's probably better platforms for different things that for what I need, I'm just going to use Teachable. And I still use it. I still like it. Like I'm used to it. I'm not unhappy with it. I know there's like some business owners out there that like once your course gets bigger, they recommend like Kajabi. And I've kind of looked into that. But honestly, it's so expensive. For me, I'm like Teachable is exactly what I need. And it works just fine. (laughs) Yeah, I completely agree. I've looked into other platforms too. And I know, I mean, do your own research. But I think just in terms of the interface as the creator and as a student, like anytime I'm enrolled in somebody else's course that's on Teachable, I prefer it as the student. And so that was kind of my thinking behind that recommendation is I think that it's just, I love that it tells you where you're at. So if you like watch a lesson and then you go to do something else, you can come back and know where you stopped. And it's just, I don't know, it's the easiest in my opinion. So yeah, I agree. Was there anything that was a, a big challenge in your course creation that you can think of? maybe unexpected Um, or just that came up? 
You know, not really. I think I'm the type of person where I'm like, I'm just going to get this done in two weeks. And for me, it was just like the time that it does take, you know, you have to make the slides, record the slides, and you just kind of have to like chunk away at it, like, you know, take it bite by bite and chew it up and, and then keep going. So for me, it was just not the amount of work for me, it was very fun to create. I'm starting to itch to make another one. And I'm going to start my course creation process really soon. Like it was very fun. It was just, I think for me, it was very draining the whole process of, of doing it. And I'd never done it before. So now I know exactly what not to do, but just creating it, pushing myself to get it done. Everyone was chomping at the bit for it. So it was like, when is fully nourished coming out? When is fully nourished coming out? And as a three, like that was just like, Oh my gosh, it's coming. Like it's coming. And so I really, I think I put myself through undue stress of just maybe talking about it a little too soon uh, publicly because everyone was asking me for it. So I felt pressure to get it out. And now that I look back, there were some things that I could have possibly done a little bit better or maybe taken a little bit more time, mostly marketing wise. Like I probably could have had a bigger launch if I would have just taken my time and like done more emails and, and just been a little bit more careful. So I think right now I kind of know now, like don't talk about it too soon and also just give yourself plenty of time. Like I would want to be at a specific place in my course creation process before I start warming my audience up for it, just to keep the pressure off of me and not make me feel like, Oh gosh, I'm in such a rush or I have a deadline. That's a really good point. However, I wonder how much of that has to do with the fact that you said you're a rebel because I think for a lot of people actually having that outer accountability of knowing that people are waiting on your course might actually be helpful for them. I I wonder, that's just like, I don't know if that's true. I'm also a rebel and I hear you on that. Like anytime I start to feel a little bit of pressure, then it makes me kind of like suffocated almost. Right. right. Well, I do think that it helps me not procrastinate because I feel like if I wouldn't have announced it, I probably would have continued to make excuses to myself because mind you, I signed up for online course Academy in October and I didn't launch my online course until July the following year. So I really didn't even take take action on it. I knew exactly what I was supposed to do, but I kept coming up with excuses or procrastinating or just kind of saying like, I don't really know what I want to do my online course about. When in reality, I had like 10 ideas. It was just, I, so announcing it was the thing that made me get it out. And I don't think I would have, if I wouldn't have done that to myself. So um, now that I believe in myself, totally, I can get one out without having to have that external pressure. But I think the external pressure the first time is what made me do it and just be like, okay, here we go. Like, ah. <laughs> totally. Oh my gosh. So it sounds like though you also, and I know mindset is so important. It sounds like you had a pretty good mindset the whole time. Like I know during course creation and I've experienced this myself that it can be kind of easy to have these waves of sort of getting down on yourself. And some days you feel like, oh my God, this is going to, this course is going to sell out. That's the joke I always make because like, obviously you can't sell out an online course, but I'm like, oh, it's going to sell out. And then sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, what if nobody buys? So how did you kind of keep your mindset stable and positive the whole time? I'll just be honest and say I didn't. There were probably days where I felt like, oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh, this is shit. Like everything's shit. Like I should just start over. And I did. I had those days, but I did. I do have an assistant that 
for me, like I had somebody there egging me on and encouraging me and saying like, Hey, this is going to be okay. Like, this is going to be good. People are wanting this. And so for me, like having someone there for when I had those days, whether it was like my mom or my boyfriend, like they were saying like, it's going to be good. Like people want this. That was the most helpful thing for me on the days where I kind of felt like, Oh no, like, I don't know if, this is going to be good. But most days I wrote, I have this big whiteboard in my office. I just wrote on top a hundred sales and I put $18,700. That would be a hundred sales at 187 would have been $18,700. And to me at that time, I would just be like, Oh my gosh, $18,000 in a week. Like that is insane to me because I've been working for pennies. (laughs) And so I just kept looking at that and I was like, you know what? even if I make half that amount, that's more than I've made ever in my business ever. So I think like that is what motivated me. It was just like, I've been working so hard for so long. Like this is where the universe is going to come back around. Like it's the time now for me to get paid for all the work that I've done and not in a way like, Oh, I deserve this, but more just like, I do deserve this because I've been pouring out and pouring out and pouring out. And just the way of things like that has to come back to me at some point. And this is it. Mm -hmm. law of attraction right yeah I totally believe that and you do deserve it and I think that's such a big thing that is sometimes hard to like learn or embrace is the the worthiness of yes like you've put this work in it's time for you to receive and being open to that and I love that you said you had that on a whiteboard I do have a whole lesson in online course academy about manifestation and manifesting your course creation goals but one of the things that I'm actually I am a big proponent of that I've done from the beginning is having those goals somewhere that you can see while you're working on your course. And even just like taking a second to look at that number and feeling what that would feel like and getting excited about it. And I think that's just such an effective way to bring that into your life. So let's get into a little bit about the launching of your course. I know a lot of people were curious how big your email list was when you opened up your launch. Okay, so this is going to be I want to tell the truth because I want people to uh, understand that you don't need to do anything perfectly to make it work. I did not launch my course to my email list until later on. I had about (laughs) 1,500 people on my email list, but I just did not do it because I was so exhausted and I had so many people. I had a list of probably like 100-ish people that were interested in fully nourished on Instagram that I pretty much just said like, I'm just going to launch it on Instagram and send an email really quick saying like, Hey guys, for everyone waiting, fully nourished is ready and available. By the time that my online course was like done and ready, I honestly had very little energy left in me to do any kind of extreme marketing, which now I look back and regret because I could have had a bigger launch, but I learned my lesson. Like I had said before, like I really pushed myself and felt a lot of pressure and kind of burnt myself out during the course creation process. And like that was such a learning experience for me. Now I know like I'm never doing that again, but I didn't even launch it to my email list (laughs) at all until later on, except for just saying like, Hey guys, fully nourished is ready. Hi. And I would never recommend that to anybody else. It's just what I did. And so I did not launch it to my email marketing list. So the number on my email marketing list didn't matter because I only launched it on Instagram. That is so interesting. Okay. So I'm sure everybody has like a million questions. (laughs) So you didn't have a VIP list or anything like that, that you sent the email to, or you just sent that, Hey, the doors are open to everybody. 
No, good question. I did have a VIP list. So I had people like on Instagram, whenever anyone was interested, I said, Hey, you know, just letting you know, like sign up for the VIP list and I'll be letting you guys know as soon as the door is open. So I did have a VIP list that was all my warm leads. So I should take that back. Like, yes, but I didn't do any type of like, you know, 10 day launch email, like anything like that. It was just like, Hey guys, fully nourished is ready. Like just letting you know. And, uh, it's a hundred dollars off for the next 10 days kind of thing. And that was it. Well, it sounds like still it worked pretty well. I mean, obviously, I think that's the thing is that like every launch, yes, there are always more things that you could do. Like I think about what I do in a launch now versus what I did the very first time that I launched my first ever nutrition course. And I was the same way. Like at that point, after making the whole course, you're pretty burnt out. You're like... I have to get this out into the world, but I don't know how much steam I have left in me, but that's okay. It's like your first launch might not, well, for you, it was pretty huge, which we'll get into in a second, but it doesn't always turn out that way. But after you, you know, this, especially the second time you launch when it's, you're much more fresh and you can put all of your energy into your launch, you usually will see a much bigger return. So all you did was you said you had the VIP list and then you launched to Instagram and you said that you had a special, cause I was going to ask about like the urgency that you incorporated into that launch. So you said it was a hundred dollars off for the first 10 days. Yes. Yeah. I had a hundred dollars off for the first 10 days and you know, it closed right at midnight. So it was just, and I let everybody know that multiple times. Um, I sat down and actually did like an Instagram story. I wasn't to the level of like webinars yet. So I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to sit down and do an Instagram story like I normally do, which most of my followers will sit down and watch. And then at the very end, they can swipe up and grab that deal. And then I did, again, I sent that to my VIP list and said like, Hey guys, just letting you know. And that was pretty much the sum of it. Okay, so two questions. So by the time you launched, you had the swipe up feature. So you must have been over 10K Instagram <laughs> followers. Is that right? Yeah. So after I like implemented my niche and my niche down, I really was able to get like a lot of people, honestly, like you said, like it's kind of the law of attraction and just like manifestation. I didn't say like, oh, I am the expert in hormones. I just really enjoy it. And I really talk about it like I enjoy it. And I really do a lot of research on it. I feel like that work kind of came back around. I got tons of podcast interviews that year. Once I started implementing, your strategy is like, I think I had like over 10 people ask me to be on their podcast within like four months, which one of them was a huge podcast that I was invited on and got me like, I want to say like 3000 followers in a weekend. And then once that happened, it was just kind of the momentum just kept going. And people were sharing my stuff, people were, you know, loving my stories. And I just honestly kept showing up. I just kept showing up, kept forcing myself to be vulnerable and real and raw. And yeah, by the time that launch time came around, I had 11,000 followers. That is so awesome. And so inspiring to people that like, yes, you still can grow on Instagram. So, but going back to your launch during that 10 days, you said you sent out the email to your VIP list, just telling them it was open and that the price was a hundred dollars off for the next couple of days. And then after that, did you send any other emails about like the doors closing? And also this is kind of a two part question. How often did you talk about it on your Instagram? Yeah. So I like let people know about the doors closing. Honestly, I was just that first day. Um, most of my sales came in on that first day. So it was just like, boom, I like had my emails going. It was just like, ching, 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 
ching. And I was just like, oh my God. Like it was like a very surreal moment. I just started bawling my eyes out because it was just like, oh, like the sum of all this work that I had done and people were actually purchasing it. So like I did announce it the first day it was available. I pretty much just like crawled out of bed and was just like, Hey guys, it's ready. And then like, I remember I literally slept that whole day. And then, yeah, I talked about it a couple of times. I just kept reminding people like, Hey guys, remember fully nourished is open, but I honestly kept doing my informational stories. I didn't forget that the reason people come to me in the first place is to learn. And so I kept teaching them. And then at the very end, it was like, remember guys, my online course is still available. Um, so I just kept showing up like I always show up and then reminding them that fully nourished is still available. And then I did like send an email saying like, Hey guys, just remember like 24 hours until the doors close and they'll close tomorrow at midnight. And that was really it. Like I just talked about it. Like I'd always wanted to pretty much saying like, if you guys want to know more, check out my course fully nourished, which is still a hundred dollars off until X, Y, Z date. I can't remember. It was like the last day of July. Well, that's such a good point too, is that, and I think this is so important when it comes to launching and sales in general is leading with value. And I think that's something that you did really well. And it can also make when you are in the midst of a launch or you're selling, it can make it feel less awkward as the person selling. If you're leading with value, if even, and this is something that if you're listening, you can take into, you know, your emails or your live trainings or anything that you incorporate into your launch. If you still lead first with, here's what you're going to learn. And I'm showing up to teach you something and give you something for free and then transition into also, if you want to learn more, you know, here's how you can do that. Here's how you can work with me. Here's how you can join my course. I think that's such a effective and less salesy way to have huge, huge results. So one more question before I get into like your launch total over the 10 days, did you run paid ads? No. Okay. Okay. I just <laughs> not at that level. Okay. I no didn't way. think so, but I just wanted to ask that. And just so that people can know before we get into your totals, like, what is possible for you, even if you have a pretty small audience and you don't even like you didn't really have a super methodical launch strategy or anything like that, and you didn't run paid ads and you still had some great numbers. So, what was your grand total after the 10 days? Yeah, I think it was like 29,000, like 900 and something. And it had exceeded my goals because I wanted to make a hundred sales. Like I, I told you before, like $18,700. Like I just kept like chanting that in my head. It was like, that would have just blown my mind. And so to kind of like, after the 10 days, see that grand total of almost 30K was just like very humbling, but also just like a very motivating for me. It, it took my hobby into a company and like allowed me to really start. It showed me like, I look at all of the things I can do, like going forward, like this is just the beginning. And it was mind blowing to me. <laughs> That is so amazing. I mean, slow clap for Jessica, because that is definitely bigger than my first launch that I ever had. So I mean, just the thought of what is possible for you after seeing that is just so exciting. So you said how many students did you end up having? Um, it was about, I want to say like around 150 ended up signing up or 140 or something around there. And then people kept, um, I did have people afterwards saying like, Hey, cause I knew that if I launched on Instagram, there could have been people that let's say they just didn't pop on Instagram. They were on vacation or whatever. Like people were saying afterwards, like, Hey, I like, I missed your launch. I've been waiting. And I knew we had been chatting in the DM. So I just like let them in anyways, because they, um, had been waiting for so long. And it was kind of like my bad for not like, you know, spreading the word. So, so I ended up having like more, like 
I think 10 more students come through the door the week later. So I would say it was around 150 students. Okay. And then did you have everybody pretty much enroll at that 187 price or did the price increase and then you still had people enroll or did the doors just close after that? I keep it open. It's kind of a passive course that people can sign up for anytime. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah, that was going to be my next question is if, so you did kind of that promotional launch and then do you plan to put it on like an evergreen funnel or is it kind of just like, I think you just said it's just open now, but do you have any sort of like urgency built into that or do you plan to? Yes, I do. So last year was kind of just like so much of a learning experience for my business, but this year going forward, like there's some things in Fully Nourished that I do need to update and I'm actually going to go through a lot of the course and update a lot of it. And so in doing that, um, the price is going to raise and then there's going to be like, I'm going to start doing webinars. So I'm just kind of taking my business to the next level. And yeah, it's definitely going to have, I'm going to do a periodic launch. I'm going to launch it soon um, in the spring and there's going to be a sense of urgency it's going to kind of be like prices are raising soon. So this is the last time at this price that you're going to get it, for example. So there's going to be an urgency there. And yeah, I definitely am going to build in urgency to this course. Um, as, as of now, it's just been kind of like selling, 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 selling. So I've just kind of let it do its thing last year. And honestly, like it was just such a burnout year. I just hustled my ass off that now this year I'm going in a little bit more refreshed with a lot more marketing strategy. And then of course I have a little bit more capital to work with to start playing around with like things like Instagram ads and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm definitely going to be building in much more urgency into the course. Well, that's so exciting. And I mean, I just think that you are going to blow everything out of the water because I mean, just the fact that your first launch was that amazing is just so inspiring to people. So what would you say has been like the biggest benefit of creating your own online course? Uh, the biggest benefit is like you say, like you don't really have to trade your time for dollars as much. You kind of can see it's really exciting to wake up and get an email that you just made $300 while you slept. So it's really been just kind of like a little bit more freedom with my time. I don't have to work one-on-one as much as I used to have to. Now I can work one-on-one because I want to. And there's a lot of potential for me. Like I just get so many questions constantly about different things that I don't have the time in the day to work one-on-one with that amount of people. So to be able to send people somewhere where they're going to get a lot of help and a lot of support with the community. I think my Facebook group is like now over 200 women. It's very exciting that they will have access to that without having me (laughs) spend the time just because I don't have enough hours in the day to do that, but I still want to help people. That's such a good point too, is that not only does it benefit you and your life to free up all this time to spend more time doing the things that you want and make the income that you want, but you're also really providing a service to so many more people that could ever even work with you one-on-one. So that's amazing. And What would you say to somebody who is on the fence about joining Online Course Academy or making their own online course? I would say just do it, you know, and again, like, I guess there is a kind of a sense of, okay, I need to be ready and all these things, but you're never going to feel ready. You're just, it's almost to me, like building on like course is kind of like growing a baby. And then when you launch, it's like birthing a baby. Like no one ever thinks they're ready for kids, but there you are with the kids. So just do it, you know, and it's very important to just start somewhere because if you don't start, you'll never start. And I think like, it's always worth it to just do it because you won't regret that you did. 
I completely agree. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. I think this is going to be so inspiring to so many people out there who are also in the nutrition and wellness world, or even if they aren't, it's still inspiring. Um, so definitely you guys go check out Jessica on Instagram at Jessica Ash Wellness. And her website is jessicaashwellness.com. And her link to her course is on there too, if you want to check it out. Thank you so much for having me on. And thanks so much for sharing my story. I I really do hope it inspires people because I was where everyone thinks they are, where it's kind of like, that couldn't happen to me. And yeah, it can if you just go for it. So thank you so much for having me, Amy. Of course. Well, I really appreciate you. And you guys, if you love this episode, if it inspired you to want to create your own online course, screenshot it and tag me at Rebel Nutrition and tag Jessica at Jessica Ash Wellness to share it with your followers. It really helps the show grow. And thank you for being here. Bye. Thank you.